Hockey. Joining the show is a current member of the Professional Women's Hockey Players Association, a silver medalist with Team Canada, and a Division I national champion. Welcome, Renata Fast. Thanks so much for joining Real Fun Sports today. Thanks for having me on. Excited to be here. So I wanted to have you on because a few weeks ago, Secret Deodorant announced that they'd be giving $1 million to the PWHPA, which is the largest commitment by any company company to date for women's hockey in North America. I want to know, because when I read this, I got really excited and I thought this was such an amazing thing that a, a company like Secret was willing to commit this amount of money to women's hockey. What were your initial thoughts on hearing this from Secret? I was so excited. I think we all were like, we couldn't, we couldn't believe it. Um, it's such an exciting investment uh, into our game. And just to hear that it's the largest investment in North America for professional women's hockey was like, wow, like this is, they're making a real statement with us and they're really investing in us. They believe in us. So uh, I think we were all really excited. Um, we had a previous relationship with Secret last year for the first year of the PWHPA. Um, and it was great to work with them um, and they helped us out a ton. So we're excited to continue to build off of it in year two. And uh, even with a bigger sponsorship is incredible. So you mentioned the sponsorship. They're also going to be the title sponsor for the Dream Gap Tour in 2021. Can you explain to us what exactly that is and what we can expect if, if anybody's um, interested in watching? Yeah, the Secret Dream Gap Tour um, is going to be awesome, obviously, because of COVID things changed a little bit um, than it typically would have if uh, COVID wasn't around, but we're still going to be able to play some games, hopefully in the new year. There's still some details that need to be worked out, but um, it looks like there's going to be uh, six different events that are going to be happening across North America uh, with some of the top players in the world playing in those games. And at the end of each weekend, um, there will be a winner and that team will get um, some money, out, some cash prize from Secret. And then um, the final showcase event that we're going to have is going to be kind of like a Canada versus USA uh, matchup. And um, there'll be a, a trophy for that. Uh, and it's all sponsored by Secret. So it's it's really, really neat. And it's going to be exciting. How were you mentioned, I think, six different teams, right? Five, 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 five different teams, six different showcases. Yeah. How were the teams determined? Were there tryouts? Was there a draft? Yeah. So it was all tryout based. So there was. There's five different regions where a lot of players live. So there's in Canada, there's Calgary, there's Toronto, there's Montreal, and then down in the States, there's New Hampshire and Minnesota. Um, so there was tryouts held in each of those regions. And then from there, they selected, uh, I believe it's like 25 players to a roster. Um, and then the, we practiced together weekly. And then uh, once these showcase uh, events are set, um, I think uh, a smaller number of those 20, 25 players will head to those uh, showcase events and play in the games there. So, uh, yeah, no, it's exciting. Why do you think this is so important for women's hockey, something like Secret to come out and give a million dollars and also just to, to make sure that you're continuing to play hockey with the Dream Gap Tour? Mm -hmm. Well, I just think at a million dollar sponsorship, like they're, they're showing that they believe in us, they believe in our mission and they're behind us. Like that's a big investment. Um, you don't, you don't do something like that if you don't, uh, believe in the direction that, uh, we're heading. And I think it's, I think it's so cool because the PWHPA is, is very player driven. Um, the players, we decided as a group that, you know, we wanted to fight for the future of our sport and, um, make sure that we have equal opportunities and resources, 
um, that we need to succeed and to have Secret come on board and stand with us and try and help us uh, gain more attention around what we're trying to do and then also help us have those resources moving forward is huge. So um, I think it just goes to show, um, you know, how invested in women Secret mm -hmm. is and it's, it's pretty neat. You mentioned the PWHPA. Um, what is the landscape of women's professional hockey look like now? Because I know in the last couple of years, there have been some changes with it. Yeah, it's been kind of a roller coaster <laughs> in the women's hockey world as of late. Um, so uh, in the spring of 2019, um, the CWHL, which was the Canadian-based league, um, there was one team in Boston, but most of the teams were up in Canada. Um, that league folded, and that's where um, a lot of us played. And when that league folded, there was also the NWHL, which was an American-based professional league um, that existed. And we kind of had a decision to make as players if we wanted to join the NWHL or kind of, you know, make a stand and try and fight for uh, the future of our sport uh, and make sure it's going in the direction that we as players know it needs to go. And so when we came with that crossroad, um, over 200 players agreed that, you know, like we're going to create a players association. Um, we're going to work to find sponsors and to find partners who um, believe in us and really want to move the sport forward. Um, and that's how the PWHBA was created. Um, so last year was our first year and it was a huge success. We had showcase events all throughout North America. We partnered with NHL clubs uh, to promote those events. And uh, we gained a lot of exposure. Um, we were really excited for year two. Yeah. Even bigger than better. Um, obviously, COVID has changed things a little bit. But I still think that um, it's great to see that we've had still our sponsors on board uh, supporting us. And uh, we've changed kind of the way the PWHPA looks a little bit in terms of how competitive it will be with just the five regions. But um, yeah, so it's we're kind of at a unique spot in women's hockey um but i think the future is really bright as you can see things that we've done with the nhl over the last mm -hmm. years um i think it's very promising for the future well you just mentioned the nhl um i know that you were involved in a couple nhl all-star weekends which must have been incredibly cool um the skills competition and you guys did a three-on-three -three tournament uh canada and u.s national team what was that like to be a part of both of those weekends <laughs> like just like <laughs> when I think about those experiences, uh, it's actually incredible. Uh, in 2019, it was uh, myself and three other girls who went down to San Jose and demonstrated some skills events. So it was uh, Kendall Coyne, uh, Brianna Decker, Rebecca Johnson, and myself, and and that was really really neat. Like we were treated so well. Um, it was so special to be out on the ice with the guys. Um, and we did a ton of stuff to promote the women's game throughout that weekend. So that was really, really neat. Um, but coming out of that, um, to find out the following year, the NHL was going to do something even bigger and better and invite 20 women to the NHL All-Star event was like, wow, like this, this is so special. So that in 2020, heading down to, um, St. Louis for, uh, the three on three women's event was so neat because it was like, uh, there was an event just for us, like the year right went and we just demonstrated the events and like that was really neat it was special but this year it was like they're giving us the spotlight we were slotted in the middle of the friday skills event uh it was on tv it was broadcasted nationally uh so it, it was so special to experience it with those other 20 women and to really 
display the talent of women's hockey um, and what a better stage to do it than at the NHL All-Star event. Do you have any funny stories or any of the guy, anything funny happen on the ice with some of the players that you'd be willing to share? Huh, I'm to think. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> honestly, like it was just like super fun to be able to interact with with the guys out there. Yeah. Actually, from the first All Star Weekend in 2019, um, I always love this story. So when Kendall got to skate with the guys in the competition, and she was the first skater, they slotted her first, and they had crammed because the fastest skater event, um, it's kind of dangerous. So they have all the players like jump onto the bench. So we were jumped onto the bench with all the guys like crammed in there, and Kendall's up and like it. It was crazy when Kendall took her first three strides to see the bench of guys all jump up on their feet and be like wow like this is for real like this girl can skate mm -hmm. it was like so neat and then once she finished her skate um i think it was matt barzell was up next and i remember him being like i don't want to go after her <laughs> like, it was just like oh my gosh this is happening like this is so neat like looking back it was pretty incredible i had like shivers just watching her and to see the guy's reaction was pretty neat they were so supportive of it and they loved it did you get to meet any of your favorite NHL players while you were there? Yeah, yeah, I got to meet um, a bunch of them. Um, being from Toronto, it was cool to uh, meet Austin Matthews. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, like Matt Barzell. There was like a ton of them that we got to interact with. Connor McDavid. It was, it was, it was pretty neat. Now, we are a DC-based sports show, um, and I work heavily with the Washington Capitals. I did read that you were or are a Pittsburgh Penguins fan. That's probably the only time that I'm ever going to say that name on this show. Are you still a Pittsburgh Penguins fan? <laughs> Big rivals. Um, I am. So growing up, I loved Sidney Crosby and I was a huge Penguins fan. And I still am. Like, I do really enjoy watching them when I get an opportunity. I yeah. hate for that. But um, I have to say I am a Maple Leafs fan just because it, I am from Toronto. <laughs> right. Of course. That's why I was asking, because I was like, she's Canadian. Why why penguins? But it definitely makes sense um, <laughs> with the S Sydney Crosby tie-in. Yeah. I also read um, that you have a favorite motto, and there's a quote. I, I don't even know if this is still dated, but on your Canadian profile, it said, if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. Yeah. Um, is that still a motto that you try to live by today? And where did that come from? Because I think that's a really powerful quote. Yeah, no, definitely. It's something that I, I love that quote. It's something I definitely live by. I think it stemmed from like when I was a kid growing up, like I was always like, how, I don't want to say like scared of like, not scared of success, but like, I guess scared of failing was mm -hmm. the thing. So like, I always was scared to set my dreams too high because if I didn't reach them, I failed. Um, so I, when I came across that quote one day, I was like, wow, like, that's so true. Like your dreams should scare you a little bit because you don't want to fail. Like you, you want to reach them, like you're passionate about them. And um, I just think like it's, it's such a powerful way to look at things. Like they should scare you a little bit so that, you know, you know, you want to get there. I read that and I was like, wow, I want to start living by that motto. So <laughs> yeah. I appreciate I appreciate I you sharing that. People are like scared of their ultimate end goal because it's like the work that gets that it takes to get there. So I think it's totally fine to be like if they scare you, that's a good thing. That means that you're shooting you're shooting high. 
So did you always have a dream then? You talk about, you know, these dreams that you have to make it to the Canadian national team. Was that always something that you had set your mind to? Yeah. Um, for me growing up, like I kind of had a unique, I played a lot of different sports um, and I wouldn't say like ne ne uh, necessarily it was for like women's hockey. I just always knew I wanted to like represent my country in some way. Like I loved the Olympics. It didn't matter summer, winter, anything. Like I, I love to watch them. And like, I remember watching like Canada march into the opening ceremonies and like always having shivers. So I was like, I just want to get there. And I didn't really know like how I was a big soccer player and a big hockey player. Um, so I, I was always in a, like in awe of athletes uh, and professional athletes. And then when it came and I got a little bit older and I ended up focusing on hockey, that's when my dream for obviously to represent Canada um, in women's hockey became um, a really big goal of mine. Um, but yeah, looking back, like I, w I was hungry to compete at a high level for sure. Well, Canada, U.S. women's hockey, in my mind, is probably one of the most exciting hockey matches to watch whenever you, um, whenever the two teams face off against each other. I come from an interesting household because my dad's Canadian, my mom's American, um, and I'm both, so it's, it's, I'm kind of torn. Um, but I will say for anybody that has watched, I mean, the way that you, that the two teams play against each other, to me, is the most exciting hockey. It's passionate. Um, it's tough, it's gritty. Uh, what do you think makes that rivalry so great and so exciting to watch? I just think it's the history behind it. Like that yeah. is, like that's the starting point for me is like, wow, there's such a strong history between, between these two teams. Um, and I just think uh, like we play each other so often that you really get to know each other and you really don't like each other on the ice. So the games get heated. Like they're just high energy. Um, there's always great crowds there and you're playing for your country. Like you have the logo on your front of your Jersey. So you're playing with passion. So the, the first thing that comes to mind is like, wow, those games are passionate and um, they're so fun to be a part of. And there's no other team I'd prefer to play other than the Americans. Cause like, you know, it's going to be a great game every single time. Um, and then the fan support's always incredible around those games too. So how does that work with the Dream Gap Tour? You mentioned that there's regions of teams that will be playing against each other, um, hopefully in the beginning of 2021. Do you have members of the U.S. team on your team? Or because it's regional, is it just we've got the Canadian teams, you've got the American teams, and then they're playing against each other? No, there's definitely players that are on um, some Canadians that are down in the States, and there's some Americans that are up in Canada. In my team in Toronto, we actually don't have any of the American players. Um, I think Megan Bozak would have been in our region, but she's off uh, playing in the, the team in China. Um, but I know in Calgary, they have a handful of the American girls. I think Casey Bellamy, Brianna Decker. Um, I think if you look at the roster, like Pelkey's there too. So so there is a handful. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is interesting. I remember the first year that those girls decided they were gonna go play in Calgary. It was kind of like, oh, like, <laughs> But no, it's been awesome for sure. <laughs> oh, well, that's awesome. Um, Renata, thank you so much for joining Real Fun Sports. I know I'm super excited to see and hear everything that's happening around the T the PWHPA. Um, and so I guess we can hopefully look forward to seeing some things happen in 2021. Yeah, definitely. That's the goal. Um, just continue to follow along because I know there'll be more released, but obviously with COVID, things are ever changing, but we're super hopeful and excited for 
um, some gains to happen in 2021. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Renata Fast, for joining me on Real Fun Sports. I love talking women's hockey with you. Thanks so much for having me. Appreciate it. To get more information about the PWHPA and the Dream Gap Tour, be sure to check out www.pwhpa.com. Thanks for listening to Real Fun Sports presented by Prince Frederick Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. I'm Courtney Lachlan, and I'll see you guys next time.